Daddy loves fantasy football. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the I Bloody Love Fancy Football podcast with me, Paddy Stapleton. And me, Robbie Keane. Very depressed, Robbie Keane. Yeah, my season is done. <laughs> now, there's no coming back from this. Use me wildcard, all my chips went into that game week and just whatever could go wrong, did go wrong. Even me team, if I hadn't a wildcard, it's way outscored what I ended up with. An absolute shambles. So, yeah, my season is done, but sure, however. We've called this episode When the Chips Are Down. Because I don't think anybody who played their chips, well, no, actually that's wrong. Some people are happy who played them, but the most commonly played chips were wild card and triple captain. And while most people triple captain Haaland, who did use it, thirty points or whatever he got. Whereas with your wild card, most people brought in Liverpool players, and there was just carnage and injuries. Man City players, Pep Roulette kicked in. It was the first a- time this season. Yeah, he decided. Really, really, you know, put like 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 Pep has really kind of proper proper shafted me now, yeah. like he does every year. And if if you had been careful and picked the right, or if you had been lucky and picked the right teams, I'm sorry, the right players, Kyle Walker was one who few people had who did well. But I just realised when the chips are down and Pep Pep roulette, so we all gambled with our chips and didn't work out in the roulette. <laughs> yeah, but I remember at the start of the season, one of my pieces of advice was. The best way to win a pep roulette is not to play pep roulette. And I was doing really well. I had the Ortega thing, you know, so I couldn't triple up in the Man City. And I was avoiding the pep roulette because, you know, I wasn't getting involved with, with City. And it was serving me reasonably well. So I decided then with a the double game week, I'd get involved. Guardiol gets injured. Ake, he decides to only play him in one of the games. De Bruyne only plays him in one of the games. Haaland, everyone has him. It was just literally, I was just a proper shafting from Pep. So I'm going to start shifting the, the City players out now because I just can't be dealing with Pep. But I don't think anybody can be judged for playing Pep Roulette in this because he hasn't done it this year. And he waited. Like, I swear exactly. to God, I think he plays. He waited until the double game week to do it. Yeah. I would agree simply towards Liverpool because it was injuries. Like, you can't count on Diego Jota getting injured, Darwin getting injured, Robertson getting injured, whoever else got injured. Salah, I thought... Okay. One of my bugbears, right, and I've said it before, and I really am not going to miss this. I was looking up what Klopp's pre-season training is. It's it's mental. Every season, as a Liverpool fan, every season Liverpool have an injury list. Right, Yata was was unlucky, and Jones unlucky. Nunes muscle injury. Salah muscle injury. Trent muscle rushing the back. Shab is like, it's it's Klopp's football. Is it's all in. It's all action. And I think it takes the toll on his players. And there's an element of it's on Jurgen Klopp because I know with his brand of football and everything else, and you have to take that with it. But he comes out then some bemoaning bad luck and this Kornmeyer guy he has who's head of fitness and stuff like that. I don't know what's going on, but the amount of injuries Liverpool get, it's not coincidence. It's 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 to do with the training and overworking players. But that's what brings the success. I mean, two Champions League finals, league first league in <laughs> how many years? Like. Yeah, you you got to go all in to get these things. Like, I don't think he can be criticised for wanting more of his players. That is his style. But you look at other successful teams who don't have that. It's pep, but, but it's, it's, City don't get the injury lists the way Liverpool do. You know, um, other teams who are successful don't seem to have the injuries Liverpool have. And but, it's it's not just this season, it's every season. 
But I think City do, but they have the squad. Like they lost De Bruyne and they lost Haaland, two of their best players. They've had Stones out, one of their best players. They manage better because they've got a better, deeper squad and a great manager as much as I don't like him. Yeah, but I do, I do think it's highlighted, but just what an unbelievable job Klopp has done with the academy. Yeah. The police players are just coming in and slotting in and they're just playing that football. And uh, Linders came out yesterday and he says, it doesn't matter about injuries because it's all about the system. And again, yesterday even, the three forward score. It's just they create that many chances that you don't even have to be that good because you're just going to score goals. That's not good for us fancy football fans. No, absolutely not. I mean, if you look at this week, the two highest scoring players in the double game week were McAllister and Gakpo. And if you had to ask anybody before the start of the two weeks, would they bring in either of them? You'd say, no way. I did look at I did consider it as a differential Diaz, but Yota was just a pick. And Diaz, he he's he's done, he's quietly gone under the radar there. He's he got a goal there last night. He did he get the assist an assist in the game on Saturday. He had a good game week. The point scorers are your Jota, your Diaz, your Salah. These are the people you're going to go for. You're not going to put in the other people. There's not as much as high a ceiling with them. I, on the other hand, had a great week. <laughs> I triple captain, but even without, I would have had 70. So it's funny. We spoke last week about overemphasizing the double game week. I was tempted to play a wild card and get them in. But then I said, you know what? I'll let it go. Watkins, Saka, Gabriel. Tony and then Hallen 30 points, Garnacho with five points. Sometimes it's just letting things go is what's what's what works. Yeah. Well Saka has absolutely killed me since I got rid of him. Like he really has killed me. Are you gonna get him back in? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I just don't like the chap. The only Arsenal player I actually rate who I think has got something about him is Odegaard. I think Odegaard is brilliant. How can you say that after the game week Saka's after having that you don't rate him? Yeah, he just doesn't do it against the big teams. Just this doesn't... is fantasy football, Robbie. He doesn't need to do it against the big teams. He needs yeah, to do it against your Burnley's. You, you, want, you want a team. You want, like, I know it's kind of like I've got rid of Richarlison because I actually don't like I want a team that, you know, you like to see the players doing well. I don't like seeing Saka doing well. I don't want to cheer for him. Your, your so, Arsenal bias has come out of nowhere and it's, it's, it's crucifying you. Kind of is, yeah. No, it is. No, I, I, I had a plan. It was nothing to do with bias taking Saka out of my team. It was to change my team up, and he's just gone and run a form. It was just bad luck. I picked the wrong time to get rid of him. And I'm too stubborn to bring him in. What I found this week, I had looked at Hoyland instead mm. of Tony, and the double game week put, put me off. But then I was thinking, he can't keep scoring. So when's the right time to jump on? Like he's after going six in a row now, youngest player to ever yeah. score in six games in a row. You jump into him this week, he might not do it. If you don't jump into it, he will do it. It's it's a total mind mind blowing. You don't know what to remember do. Jamie Vardy. Remember Jamie Vardy scored in thirteen in a row or something yeah. like that. And it was when do you jump on? When do you jump off? It's like if you're with him at the start, it's great, but not now. Yeah, it's it's hard to know. But shall we run through the game week? Yeah, first game Brentford one Liverpool four. Uh, Tony with a goal. Then you had a spread. You had Darwin Gagpo, McAllister Salah. It's frightening how many goals are scored. Yeah. Did you see that game? I did. Liverpool got off to a, 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 a shaky enough start and then the goal kind of it, it was just a route one came out of nowhere and then that was it pretty much some finish yeah Liverpool are lucky with penalties they should have given away I don't know what it is the minute they not seem, don't seem to be conceding penalties no matter what happens how was that challenge on Tony not a penalty it was ridiculous I don't know I was actually I don't, I don't know about Tony but I was also glad to see him because I have no Liverpool defenders Um, game mm. number two Burnley nil Arsenal five 
Like all I'm going to say is Arsenal are great, and it's it's brilliant. Well done. You're beating the rubbish teams, Burnley. You're beating the West Ham. You know these teams. This is you know what I'm looking forward now because this will prove whether I'm right or wrong. This next run of fixtures, and I'm looking forward to seeing. They've got Newcastle at home, right? There's something about Newcastle. I can't see Newcastle rolling over for them. And then they're going to play, right? If Sheffield United away, Brentford at home. But then they've got Chelsea, City, Luton, Brighton, Villa and Wolves. That's the run of games that's going to make or break Spurs and Bournemouth. Man United, Everton. That's a hell of a tough last 10 games of the season. And put it this way, if Arsenal drop points, not that they have a chance, but if they... If they dropped points in the next three games, the next three games for them are must win if they want to have any chance. Because after that, Chelsea, who are on the up, they've got City away. Luton are tough. Luton are going to surprise someone. But they're, they're, at, home to, they're at home to Chelsea. They're at home to Brighton. Yeah, Luton have... A, there's a shock in them this season. I don't know who it's going to be again, but they're going to shock one of the big teams. I, I thought it could have been Liverpool last night. They'll shock one of the big teams. Away, away to City, away to Wolves, away to Spurs, away to United, away to Brighton, Arsenal. Like, like, put it this way: if Arsenal want to win the league, they're going to have to win fourteen of them games. They're not winning fourteen of them games. I don't know, Robbie. I think the other teams are capable of dropping points. City against Chelsea dropping points. They're not the machine they were. Liverpool can like defensively. Liverpool have been great, but the injuries are stacking up now. I don't know. A couple more injuries on top of the ones they have. I think what I'm what I'm really looking forward to it's looking like it's going to be a fantastic run into the season. It is, and I'm just hoping if Liverpool can get a few players back, get to the City game, and then there's the international break, and I think the injured players won't play the international break, so they could be getting them back for the running, and they'll be fresh, and it could really actually help Liverpool. Like if like put it this way, you you look at the fixtures, they play City on the 10th of March, and then the Everton's game is going to be postponed. Then it's the international break. If Liverpool get their players back for the running, you have Brighton at home, Sheffield United home, right? The United away game will be tough. They have Palace at home, Fulham away, West Ham away, Spurs at home. The only tough one after the United game is Villa. Liverpool have a lovely fixture run. Yeah. And if they get their players back, you know, it's I, I'm starting to think that they have a chance. That's all they have a chance. I, I still think it's on City, but I was surprised City didn't beat Chelsea. Very surprised at that. Mm-hmm. Like, but, did you see the Arsenal goals? No, I didn't see any of them. Uh, like like Bernie just just they were just gifting them goals. It was like here, take a goal, have a goal. You can give you know, them credit for nothing. No, I can't. Because they're after going away from home in two consecutive games and scored five goals in each. And the first decent opposition they come up against last night, Sporting Lisbon, and the Arsenal did what Arsenal do and what Arsenal have been doing for the last twenty years. And the fan base are doing what they've done for the last twenty years. They they need to remember this is not the Invincibles. This is the Arsenal with the fighting for four place, bottling like like last season they bottled the league. The year before they bottled four place. There's there's absolutely no history of winning there. There's no tradition of winning. They don't know how to win. And until they do or show me something, I'm not giving them any credit. But they'll they'll come back and they'll be sporting Lisbon at home they go through the next round. Would you be that confident? Yes. You you think Arsenal are going to come back in that leg and be yeah, Absolutely. I don't. This podcast is in danger of turning into an Arsenal hating podcast. Let's move on. Good for me because a lot of people got rid of him for the, for the double game week. Ollie Watkins did it again. He's just keeping oh, doing and doing and doing. And it, 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 we did highlight the fact that it was, you know, where you're, better, where you're putting too much emphasis on the double game week. But like, you see two games and you're going to go there. 
did you see then the Newcastle game? Did you see Solanke's goal? No. Oh, it was passed back to Dubravka, and Dubravka touched and literally passed it across his goal, and Solanke ran in and tapped it into the empty net. Lovely. It was a shocker. It was just it's just a, a handy goal. There you go, Solanke with a goal and assist, all bonus points. Nobody taking them or people getting rid of them because of the double game week. You yeah. learn for next season. Uh, Forest two, West Ham nil. West Ham plummeting. Yeah. Not good. West Ham are not good at the minute. No. Um, and we need you back in the goals. Were he going to run? He was good at the start of the season. Callum Hudson Adoy with his goal and then uh, three bonus as well. Yeah, hard to look at him though to bring him in. Uh, Spurs yeah. one, Fulham two. Spurs going to Spurs. And if you know what's funny, if you take the first 10 games of the season from Spurs, take that out of the equation. Since then, they're mid table. Yeah. They're not even mid table. And has Angie Ball been figured out? I don't know, but. The media have given him a very, very easy time. There's whispers that people criticise him now, which I wasn't before. Yeah, there's, it, it's not. Well, you said it about them giving him an easy time. And he has had an easy time of it. But, like, I, I think United will finish ahead of Spurs. And so. there's a possibility United will catch Villa. I think both of them are getting so, get out of it. Yeah. Wolves, they have some nice players. I've, I've brought in um, for this, for the next couple of game weeks, I have a double Wolves midfield. Neto and um, Chan. Okay, you've nothing to lose. You're just going for it. Nah, it's just yeah, it's just a bit of fun now. Yeah, so you never know. I, I because I think Wolves have lovely fixtures. Gary O'Neill, manager of the season, very good manager. Yeah, he's doing an awesome job. City one, Chelsea one. Did you watch it? Yeah, my God, there must have been a malfunction in the robot that is Haaland because the chances he missed was, okay. and it was it was funny because. Chelsea were well worthy and like I'm not looking forward to the Carabao Cup final I'm not confident because Chelsea are playing good stuff they should have scored twice the same goal if Jackson was anything on the donkey he was nailed on yeah they, they scored a they did a couple of great chances and then Pochettino it was stick or twist and he lost his bottle and he brought on Chalaba for Cole Palmer Palmer was linking it all together and after that he just invited City on and City eventually scored they could have won it I was I was amazed the penalty wasn't given in the last kick of the game. Mm. I was stunned because I looked at it and I thought it was a penalty. And you can give out about it, but his arm did move to the ball. Yeah. And it was surprising that they didn't give the penalty. Like, I I, I was shocked watching it when he blew the whistle. That was over. Shocked and happy. Uh, the roller coaster that is Brighton, winning 5-0. But again, Adingra, Buonanotte, Welbeck. You're not going to have any of them. The assists, Matoma back with two. Joint gross, maybe. You just can't rely on, on, on them. No, a stupid no. That was that, That's a strange one now, what's after happening there. I don't know what, if it's disciplinary reasons or what's going on, but it's strange. Mm. Uh, Luton won, Man United strange. 2. Their best ever, their fastest ever going up 2-0 away from home. You texted me and you said, the one thing you can say about United is they're not boring. No, they're and not. that's for sure. They're very yeah, um Yeah, I didn't see it now. I was just following it. Um, I watched it all. They were watching it and like two nil up, you're like, brilliant. This will knock the stuff out of Luton. But then you forget you're watching United. They concede epoxy goal. They're kind of on the ropes. 93rd minute. Like Bruno Fernandez is the captain. 93rd minute. He's down in the corner. What do you do? You hold on to the ball away from home, home. Doesn't matter. You hold it. He yeah. shoots. They go up, get a corner, and Barkley hits the bar. And you're looking at him going, What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> I, you you had a nice little day for yourself on Sunday, didn't you? In to watch the game and then home and watch the Man United game. Yeah, I have a very nice understanding. Yeah. 
Well, for you. I look after the family. I, I do my best and I, I think I'm appreciated <laughs> sometimes. But Hoyland, would you be tempted? I, I looked at it when I was doing my transfers and kind of was and then you look at the other options. I, as like that, it's just when do you, you know, when is he going to stop this run? But the thing about him is he's always going to play. Yeah. He's not expensive. And he's always going to get chances. His fixtures for Hoyland. He's decent fixtures, I think. Fulham now, then City is the big one. Then Everton at home, Sheffield United at home, Brentford away, Chelsea away, Liverpool at home. An okay run, but he's doing it against everybody. You could, you wouldn't put anyone off him, so it's it's one of them things. Yeah, I don't know. And then we had Everton Palace one. I, I, I didn't watch it, but I had lads texting saying it was the worst game of football they could ever possibly have watched. I heard it was it was it was a, a dire game. Oh. I turned it on and Anana scored, and I was like, oh, this would be a bit of crack, and it wasn't. Yeah, not really worth talking about. No yeah. doing anything. Are you? Mm-hmm. I just detest, so I wouldn't get him in. Uh, Man City won Brentford nil. Haaland finally. I saw it going in. I wasn't watching. Yeah. I saw it on the live score and he scored. I was like, oh, thank God. At least I haven't wasted my triple captain. Then you're looking and he has all the bonus points. A Kanji somehow gets all the bonus points and you're going, really? A Kanji? And then he's a goal defended for offside, which would have yeah. really kind of emphasised yeah. the, the triple captainship. Yeah. You're looking at it. 30 points for your triple captain. Last year, I used my triple captain, I think, two days, two weeks before the end of the season. And I got nothing out of it. I think I got eight points. So, well, you got, like, I, I would say, like, you got you got ten, a 10 point bonus from your triple captain. Yeah. That's what it was. I, I, I'd be, if you gave me that, I'd be happy with that. And then, like, clean sheets, they're not keeping clean sheets. Then they do. Um, but again, yeah. a Kanji drop, Fardio dropped, Stones only played one game. The two clean sheets they've kept. I had Guardiola when I could have gone Aki and he keeps the clean sheet. And got then the he plays Aki, they go, they may, they concede. And then he keeps a clean sheet when he doesn't play Aki. So yeah. I had the City defenders and I didn't get the clean sheet. But this season is just, it's just one of them, you know, whatever has could go wrong, has gone wrong. And then the last game last night, did you watch it? I did. I watched it and I was fuming, fuming after the first half. It was like it was just it was just it was just a strange game, and I I I really kind of thought there was a shock on the cards, and then the second half they came out and Connor Bradley was just phenomenal. Yeah, and then I I really liking the um I think he could be my new favorite footballer Endo. I think he's brilliant. Why? And him and McAllister, because against Brentford on. Saturday, it was very unusual because I text one of the lads and I says, when was the last time you seen a Liverpool player take a fella out to stop a counter-attack in the opposition's half? He got booked for it. Yeah. But it was like, he thought it was a, it was a tactical foul. And so many times you see Liverpool players that let the player go and next thing they're on a counter-attack and they concede. And he's got this, there's just something I really like about Endo because he's had a very good career and he only got his big move. He's a decent player and he only got his big move like when he's 30. And he was getting a lot of stick. The Liverpool fans all FSG being cheap. This is a de- desperation move. Blah blah blah. He's been absolutely phenomenal since November. He's and him and McAllister have a cracking partnership. There's a bit of steel about them, but there's also a bit of class. They're just that there's a bite to them, but they've a lovely kind of. They play football as well. They can spot a pass. They put the foot in. They're just. I I just like them as footballers. Well, I was at a very swanky whiskey launch last night up in Rowan Co. in Dublin. Thanks, Rowan Co. for the invite. Um, oh, I was getting messages from you. You're really looking after, really looking after yourself. You must tell me these, what your secret is. Just, ah, super day Sunday for party, and then he's out on a Wednesday night. 
I wasn't drinking. I was driving. I, I'm the eagle who went to a whiskey lodge and didn't drink. Boy, you must, you must tell me your tips. <laughs> but anyway, you texted me and you said, I think Arsenal had just conceded and you were reveling it a little bit and you said, it's a statement win from Liverpool. All the players missing. They go down 1-0 half-time against an awkward team. Come back and win 4-1. Statement of intent. Is this when you started beginning to believe? I, I just looked at it, right? And the 11 players that didn't play, um, I have it here. It was, it was the, pretty much the first 11. There was definitely eight of the first 11. So you have an 11 there of Alisson, Trent, Matthew, Canate, Robertson, Shabazzle, Thiago, Jones, Salah, Yata, Nunes didn't start. Not a bad team. Right. You could argue there, right? Alisson, Trent, Canate, Robertson, Shabazzle, Jones, Salah, Yata, Nunes are all first team players. And then a 1 0 down up against that. And they just win that. And just the way they did it was just like Rob Edwards came out and said it. And he goes, We scored. We made them angry. And, you know, he was very gracious in defeat. And I really like him as a manager because he tries to play good stuff. He didn't try and park the bus. He, he was very honest. And he just came in and he goes, they were better than us. There was no excuses. And he goes, we made them angry. We've seen what high-pressing football is all about. They're the best in the business. But it was just like the, in, it, it, the 10 minutes after the halftime, they could have had five goals. The Luton keeper made two outrageous saves. And it could have been just any goal. And this was their second team. And like they did it against Norwich in the FA Cup, they, it, it just seems whoever slots in, just it's the system that works. They high press, get the win the ball back high, create good quality chances. You're getting excited, Robbie. I am, but and you know it's and as I say, it's the hope that kills you. But I am starting to think they have a chance now. They're a squeak. Okay, so we'll see. Let's but have a look at our leads. So we have three Centurions this week. We have uh, squad of chums, Alan Hickey. I think is after having two in a row. So he's up to six. So he's the common man. Two two centuries in a row is pretty impressive. Oh, wow. Then you have yeah. uh, David Brecknell, Aaron Wan-Bissaka, 104. But I'd say David wasn't too happy because his son, Ben, got a, the score of the week, 115 points, which is a cracking score. He had his triple wow. captain. He had uh, Alvarez, Haaland, Gordon, Saka, Odegaard, double Arsenal midfield, Walker, Van Dijk, so, yeah, hell of a score there, Ben. Well done. Top of the league, all the Kings men played his wild card. Uh, he got 75. Second place, Andy Boylan got 81. So, Brian King's lead is down to 10 points. But the common men, the two Centurions, Alan Hickey and Ben Brecknell, who else? I had 90 points, so I'm slowly moving up the table. Are you catching me? Oh, yeah, catch me. Good. I'm not catching um, you. Twitter, Paul Lavin, uh, a ding or a ding dong ding. Um, is it, had 82 points so he's 7 points ahead now of Seamus Murphy so Seamus cut his lead in half um, who the highest score then, the highest score of the week was um, Susan Carroll Farrell's flyer with 96 points so no Centurions good score. no Centurions no Davey Davey Rispin was a good score he had 92 so well done Davey that was a good score Um, his his Arsenal contingent did the business for him whereas my Liverpool contingent, contingent didn't they um all decided to go and get themselves injured and taken off. Well, speaking of David Rispin, in the We Are Mead versus I Believe Love Fantasy Football, I'm back bottom of the league. But at the same oh, amount of no. points as David Rispin. Um, but the, we've all made up a little bit of ground here. Mickey Brennan is now only 43 points behind you, where it was 100 at one stage. Robbie, what are you doing? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> in the cash league. The, the, the human scale league. So Gary Stuttered, Mike FC is still leading. Uh, 15-31 points. Uh, Badger Ankles 1524 and then Seamus Murphy 1517 
And Owen Power um, had the score of the week with 115. Yeah, hell of a score. See who he triple capped. He triple capped Lewis Diaz. Oh, that's a hell of a shit. That's out of left field, but it worked for him. Yeah, well, two games, but you know, you can, can see that. But Liverpool, who they're playing, and Diaz was going to play because Klopp plays him all the time because he's yeah. fairly resilient. Like, So, um, yeah, good score. Well done. Right, let's look forward to next week. Oh, yes. No Friday night game, no half 12 Saturday. Games, four games at three o'clock. Villa Forest. Got to get Ollie Watkins in there. You said Moreno, don't you? I still have Moreno, yeah. He was had a goal disallowed. You 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 cheerfully text me that <laughs> to point it out to me. Thanks for that. It was three goals disallowed in the first few minutes in that game. Yeah, it was a, it was a strange game. For me, I have no uh, Villa defenders, so I'm hoping for a Nottingham Forest awkward one-all draw, two-all draw, because uh, that means that's a Villa drop points. Uh, Brighton, Everton, had a nil-all draw written all over it in my head. Well, Everton are in big trouble. Did you did you see that that if if Liverpool would beat Tottenham next week, their game against Everton gets moved, and if they keep progressing in the Europa League, the only available midweek will be the last game in the midweek. So the talk is already that the Merseyside derby, Liverpool could actually win the league and relegate Everton at the same time. Jesus. <laughs> that would be some Merseyside derby to be at. That'd be pretty. Pretty horrendous. I think I, I fancy Brighton to give Everton a bit of a shoeing. I know Dyke can try and keep it tight. Yeah, I, I think they know. Uh, but who do you get for Brighton? It's just so hard to pick. Gross seems to be... You don't. No, you don't. No, I'd say the game that the least amount of people will watch at the weekend, Palace against Burnley. Well, I, do you know, the new Palace manager will see this as an opportunity against Burnley, so he'll be looking for a chance to pick up three points. It's a pity for Roy Hodgson... To, to end his career the way he did being forced out because of illness yeah um, was never a big Roy Hudson fan but he had some career in football and he's he, what Liverpool he man was yeah he, it was never a job for him it was too big for him but he did do a hell of, he had a hell of a career yeah Man United Fulham 3 o'clock I'm hoping to watch this one Um, I have Garnaccio I'm tempted by Hoyland Fulham your 4.4 Munez William Pereira you're hoping you're hoping do you know who I like for Fulham? He's their wing back, uh, Anthony Robinson. Quite a good player. Have to bring him in though? No. They're the least fashionable fans of football team out there. Yeah. Now, Saturday evening, I am looking forward to the, this this nice. It's a hell of an evening for Saturday evening sport. Bournemouth you've City. Got City. You've got then Arsenal, Newcastle, and then GA, GA Dublin are playing Kerry. That's live as well. So I'll be. Kind of flicking between the two, trying to trying to circumnavigate, but I'll be mainly focusing on Bournemouth City, Arsenal, Newcastle, and hoping either or both drop points. Is there rugby this weekend as well? <laughs> You're asking me <laughs> if there's rugby this weekend. Bournemouth City, Solanke versus Haaland. I'll probably sit down to watch it and at the 20 minute city be cooling up and I'm like, ah, here, enough yeah. of that. But no, I'm just glad Liverpool got their three points against Luton last night. It's a kind of a free watch this weekend and hopefully you know, something might happen. Then Arsenal, Newcastle. Sack in the main man there. Am I triple captain? <laughs> well, I brought in Martinelli. I what brought in Martinelli because I needed some Arsenal cover and my pride wasn't letting me bring in Saka and he's actually doing well, Martinelli. He's not doing Saka. No, Saka can't keep that up. Martinelli will probably get two goals now. I highly doubt it. You have no Arsenal defensive cover or you've Raya. I have Rhea, yeah, he's. Uh, I did want some defensive cover with our fixtures. Um, so he's got me two clean sheets, so I'm happy enough with um, Rhea. 
it's just a bit of live sport. Yeah, and you, you just can't beat a bit of excitement. And beating loud. But beating out, well, when, when you're down and out and you're giving out and I was moaning to you and then they turn it around and pull it out of the fire and then nearly throw it away again. It was it was quite the, quite the game. It was like Brighton, it was a roller coaster. What I did notice as well, but isn't it such a unique sport? Like, it's no other country in the world would you have fans just mixing together and like roaring and shouting and this that, and the other and then laughing and flagging and not a hint of trouble or anything like that. It's yeah. it's it's phenomenal. It's mad. It it is mad. Like you're you're standing there and like it's not even a question that there's the home end and the away end. If you told yeah. people in other sports, like it's 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 crazy. And people were giving out saying, Oh, twenty euros is a lot of money. Twenty euros is not a lot of money when you compare it to the price of a basketball match, an NFL match, a Premier League match. Twenty euro is nothing to see live sport. Yeah. So you know, it's a lot to be kind of positive about. Yeah. So this weekend, you're going to Kildare on Sunday. What are you doing Saturday? Bringing your wife over dinner to Clamos or to letting you watch both? Saturday. What am I doing Saturday? I have got, um, I've probably been to go swim with kids and watch the, Saturday evening, I'll watch the two games. So I'll probably put in a shift all day Saturday and then watch the two games Saturday evening. We have a house full of sick babies this week. I haven't slept in three days. You can probably hear my voice. My immune system is running very low. So this week we were supposed to go out with my missus and our friends for uh, drinks for her birthday, but we just cancelled it because we just need a, a reset. So this weekend is going to be very quiet. Yeah. It's going to be dinner, no alcohol. It's going to be meat clear on Sunday. And if I get to watch it the game, I do, but I'm not too stressed. I've, I've just noticed the Liverpool game's at three o'clock, so I probably will. I won't be home to watch the even any of it. I'll be in, in Port Charlton. So, you know, I'll be live sport for me. You have the wireless on. Right, anything yeah. else? You're, oh, the question. Last week's question was Hoyland scored five goals in a row and is the youngest player to do it since who? And the answer was Nicholas Anelka. And the question got outdated Ooh. very quickly because this week it was six in a row. And the last the youngest player to do six in a row before him was the Newcastle guy, Joe Willett. So uh, yeah. Hoyland okay. is the youngest player to ever score six in a row. Let's hope he makes it seven at the weekend. This week's question. So obviously English players have scored the most goals in the Premier League. Who scored the second most and third highest most goals? What country? So England, obviously, first. What countries have scored the second and third most goals in the Premier League? Uh, as usual, give us a okay. shout on Instagram, Twitter. Nobody got last week's question right. Let us know. Nice to know that people are thinking about it and listen. And that's it, really. We will chat to you next week. Yeah, enjoy Saturday night. I'm going to enjoy watching City and Arsenal and praying for some drop points. And I'm going to possibly go and do something mad with my captain this week but enjoy the game week and may you have lots of green arrows green arrows yeah take care everybody bye bye